Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to an episode of CBS Radio Mystery Theater. I haven't brought you this before. It's 2021, and this particular episode happens to be from exactly 40 years ago this week, which is pretty cool. Uh, Radio Mystery Theater was a show that was one of the revival shows that lasted the longest. It started in uh, 73 or 74, I think 74, and it ran up through uh, the beginning of the 1980s. This particular episode, like I say, is from exactly 40 years ago, so it's from 1981. So I hope you're going to enjoy it. This whole week, we'll be having ESP week here on the network. And so every episode is going to have to do with ESP. And that's why I grabbed this one, because it is an episode about uh, extrasensory perception and being able to read folks' minds. And that uh, is a subject that we're going to be in all week long. Every show is going to be about ESP. I haven't done a theme week before, but I just thought I happened to be bumping into a bunch of episodes that we could do. And I just thought, let's link it together and do it this way. So one, email me if you'd like to hear more of CBS Radio Mystery Theater at buckbennyotr at gmail.com. Also, feel free to email me if you'd like me to try and pull off more theme weeks like this one. Anyway, enjoy our first episode about ESP and join us for the rest of the week for more ESP shows. It'll be fun. Some call it mental telepathy. Others say it's thought transference. And it's also been named mind reading. Mark Twain stated firmly, it is not a jest, but a fact, and a thing not at all rare, but exceedingly common. Though to most of us, it has never happened at all. I do not intend to take sides or even offer an opinion, but simply bring you a story called The Doll. He's coming home, Mother. Are you sure? Don's coming home. He's on his way. When will he be here? Within the hour, maybe sooner. How do you know? I've always known where Don was. What he was doing, what he was thinking, what he was feeling. I've always known. And I know now. He's coming home. Our mystery drama, The Doll was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Christopher Tabori. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Telepathy is defined as apparent communication from one mind to another, otherwise than through the channels of sense. Don't overlook the word apparent meaning that it appears to be, but is not of necessity actual, real, or true. However, simultaneously, it does not mean that it is not actual, real, and true. So, for the time being, we must content ourselves with the thought that telepathy is a phenomenon which may be valid or may not exist at all. Not very satisfactory, but the best we can do for the present. 
Have you got your key? Yeah, got it right here. I forgot mine for some reason. Go ahead. Go on in, Emma. Where's Don and Bob? Well, they'll be along. I thought they were right behind us. They'll be along. Go on in, Emma. They were right behind us when we left the cemetery. Let me have your coat. No. Uh, I think I'll keep it on. Now, Emma, you don't want to do that. I feel cold. The house is as warm as toast. Now, come on, give me your coat and I'll hang it up for you. I don't know why I feel so cold. Well, it wasn't easy. Oh, I, I thought the grave looked very nice, didn't you? Yeah, very nice. All that ivy and and the headstone. Yeah, they take really good care of it out there. Oh, I don't know why I feel so cold. I'll tell you what. Let's go out to the kitchen and I'll make us a cup of tea. How would that be? Oh, that would be nice, I guess. Sure, warm you up. Come on. Can't imagine why I feel so cold. It was just a year ago today that... Uh, you know. I know. A good, strong cup of hot tea, you'll be fine. Now, you just sit there and rest yourself. I don't think rest is what I need. Water will be boiling just a minute or two. What I need... I need my little girl. I need my daughter, that's what I need. Emma, now don't cry, Emma. I can't stand it if you cry. And I can't stand it if I don't. All right, then. Just go ahead and cry. No, no. I'm all right now. Henry, do you realize that if she'd lived, we might be grandparents by now? We might have a a little granddaughter looking just like her. Mm-hmm. Or a little grandson. I realize that. She was going to be married the very next day. To that Arthur, what's his name? I hear he's engaged to somebody, some girl from the East. <laughs> Didn't take him long, did it? A whole year. Even so. Well, he's a young man. You can't expect him to grieve forever. I expect I'll grieve forever. No. No, you won't. How would you know? Well, I don't really, but... Remember? Remember when we brought her home from the hospital? And she was all pink and white. She was never red and wrinkled like most babies. Water ought to be boiling by now. You take Don and Bob. They were really funny looking when they were born. All wizened like little old men. Oh, but she was never like that. There now. Water's boiling. Dark, pink and white and smiling. And so pretty. I wonder what's keeping Don and Bob. She hardly ever cried. Well, they ought to be here by now. They slept most of the time. Here's your tea now. Drink it. Never a bit of trouble. Uh, we've been very fortunate with our children. Now go on, drink your tea. Henry, I... I don't think I want it. Drink it, Emma. Oh. All right. Oh, Don and Bob were in any trouble. Not much trouble, anyhow. But then they had each other. No matter what, they always had each other. Uh, being twins, it's a special bond. Also, I've been told. Mm. Remember how excited they were when we brought her home? So pleased to have a baby sister. 
They just stood there and stared at her in the bassinet. I don't understand why they're not home. They left the cemetery when we did, didn't they? I think so. Sure they did. They were right behind us. Don had his hand on Bob's shoulder. That's the way they always walk, always have. Why aren't they home? They'll be here. Oh, now, see, what did I tell you? Was that the front door? Of course, I told you they'd be alone. Don, Bob, we're in the kitchen. Certainly took the time getting here. Well, they're here, so I'll put out some uh, extra cups, why don't you? Sure, I'll do that. We're in the kitchen, boys. Having tea? Hi. Oh, sit down, dear. Let me have some tea. Hmm? Where's your brother? What? Where's Don? Don? Sit down, Bob. Here's your cup. Oh, uh, okay. Didn't Don come with you? Come with me? From the cemetery, didn't he come home with you? We saw you leave together. You were right behind us. Yes. Yes, that's right. So, where is he? I don't know. I don't know where Don is. A grown man just doesn't disappear like that. Four whole days now. I'm not going to worry too much about it. After all, Don's 23. He's old enough to look out for himself. But why doesn't he get in touch with us? He must know we're worried. Well, what worries me the most is Bob, locked up in his room like that. I've tried to talk to him through the door, but he won't even answer me. Well, I've left food for him every day. Sometimes he takes it in. I guess he eats it. And sometimes it just stays there on the floor in the hall. Well, what if... What if... uh... Yes? What? Never mind. Forget I said anything. You were going to say... What if he never comes out, weren't you? Well, weren't you? I guess something like that. You think there's something wrong with him? Well, isn't there? Something wrong with... In his head. You think he's not quite right in the head, don't you? I don't want to think that. You think something happened to Bob when he was with Don on the way back from the cemetery, and now Don's disappeared somewhere, heaven knows where or why, and Bob shut himself up in his room and won't come out. He hasn't said one word since we asked him, where is Don? And he said he didn't know, not a blessed word. Oh, Henry, what have we done to our children? Nothing, not a thing, except try to bring them up properly. Or what we thought was properly. Our daughter dies the day before she's going to be married. A year later, one son's gone off somewhere and his twins shut himself up in his room, won't tell us where his brother is. Doesn't know where his brother is. Or so he says. Do you think he does know? Now, Emma, don't ask me things like that, things I've got no answer to. Those two boys have been closer than any two people have ever been. Remember, Henry, how neither of them ever said, I've got a headache. It was always, we've got a headache. And they always had sore throats at the same time, too. That that wasn't just a way of talking. That was real. The doctor said so. You remember that? Yes. And you remember how each of them always knew whether the other had passed an exam or not? (laughs) Sometimes even knew what grade the other one got. Though I found that hard to believe, I must say. There was so much that was hard to believe. So much that seems strange. Weird, even. Not to them. Never seemed strange to them. Or weird. As far as they were concerned, it was perfectly natural. Yes, and after a while, we just accepted it. You and I, we just took it for granted. Never did either of them any harm, though. Not so far as I could see, anyhow. It did them good. 
Because they were never alone. Never. Even if they weren't actually together, their bodies, I mean, they were never alone. Never lonely. The way the rest of us are. From time to time, I mean. I, I know what you mean. I used to envy them, I admit it. I used to envy them never being lonely. Wait. Hush. I think I heard Bob's door open. You did? Yeah, I think so. Is he coming out, do you think? I don't know. I think so. Do you think he'll come downstairs? I hope so. Do you think he'll talk to us? Hey, my, how should I know? I only meant... I know what you meant. I know perfectly well what you... Oh. Well, good morning, Bob. Hi. Good to see you, son. I'm sorry if I upset you. Well, as long as you're all right. Oh, yeah. I'm all right. I'm more or less all right. Well, sit down, son. Can I get you anything? You you want anything? No, 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 thanks. I, I, I don't even want to sit down, but, because I have to tell you something, and then I have to go someplace. Oh. Well, all right. You see, this is the first time since Don and I were born that I haven't known where he is. Oh, since before we were born, maybe. Before we were born, I certainly knew where he was. He was right next to me, inside you, Mother. We were lying right next to each other for nine whole months. And I think that's when it started. When what started, dear? Knowing each other's thoughts, each other's feelings, and always knowing where the other one was and what he was doing. And now you don't know where he is or what he's doing. Now I don't know. And, and it's so... It's so lonely without him. Oh, darling. The last thing I really remember is his hand on my shoulder, walking home from the cemetery. We were both thinking about her. We hadn't talked about her, but we didn't have to. We knew we were both thinking about her. And then I... Uh, I, I, I don't know when it happened... I certainly don't know why it happened, but all of a sudden, I didn't feel his hand on my shoulder. And I looked up, and and he wasn't there. He simply wasn't there. He'd gone off, and he'd left me. Darling, he'll come back. Of course he'll come back. But that's not the point, don't you see? I should know where he is. I always have before. Why don't I know now? So, I'm going to find out where he is. You mean you're going to go looking for him? Oh, no, that wouldn't do any good. I couldn't find him that way. No, no. I'm going to church. I'm going to ask God to tell me where my brother is. Though there is no proof, still there is reason to believe, at least there is no reason to disbelieve, the theory that identical twins during the nine months spent in close proximity before birth can develop a telepathic communication with each other. This telepathic communication may, in some instances, continue through life. Unless, as we have just heard here, the line of communication is, for some obscure reason, broken. We'll return shortly with the second act. A year after the death of their well-loved sister, the twin brothers, Don and Bob, started to follow their parents back home after a visit to their sister's grave. But it was only Bob who arrived there. And he has, at this point in our story, no notion of where his brother is. 
His despair is many times greater than that of his parents, for never before has he failed to sense his brother's whereabouts. At the end of Act One, he announced to his father and mother that he was going to church to ask God's help. Can I help you, my son? Are you the pastor here? Yes, I am. I, uh, I'm not one of your parishioners. Uh, uh, I'm not a member of your church. That's all right. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm not a member of any church. All right. I haven't been inside a church for years. Not since I was a kid. Oh, but you're here now. I just turned in at the first church I came to. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be yours. It's, uh, not my church, really. Oh, it's not? No, it's... It's God's church. Oh. I never thought of it that way. You should, I think. Yes. Yes, I, I should. It makes everything easier. You're, uh... You're in some sort of difficulty, am I right? Oh, yes, you're certainly right. You're certainly right about that. And do you think that God can help you? Nobody else can, I know that. But you don't know how to reach God, is that it? Yes, yes, that's it. That, that's it exactly. Well, that's why I'm here. To uh, try and help you reach him. You mean that? Well, that's my job. That's my whole life. Really? <laughs> And I thought you just preached. Oh, I, I hope not. Well, it looks like I came to the right place. You, you see, the thing I need God to help me with, well, it, it's not your ordinary run-of-the-mill problem. It, it's, uh, you might call it peculiar. So I don't think God considers any problem peculiar. You don't? Well, I'm quite sure he doesn't. In fact, I'm positive. Hardly anybody really understands it. Hardly anybody is God. Well, uh, yes, that, that's true, all right. Well, I hope you don't think I am. Or that I think I well, am. Only God is God, right? Right as rain. Only I, I don't know how to... Um, how to... Well, a, approach him with this particular problem. Well, would it help you to approach him if you told me first told me what this problem is that's giving you so much trouble, putting it into words uh, to me, well, would that help? I think maybe it would. Well, then if it would help, why don't you? Okay, I will. You see, I have a brother, Don. Don and I are identical twins. Yes? I, I, I don't know if you know what that means, what it can be like. Well, not from personal experience, no. I'm not sure if it's the same with all twins. But it certainly was with Don and me. Uh, Don is your twin brother? Oh, yes. Uh, not that we look exactly alike. I'm a little taller, about a half inch. And we don't sound exactly alike. But we're identical twins. Born from the same ovum. Yes, I, I think that's the medical explanation. The ovum splits in two and you have two babies. I think that's how it is anyway. Mm, I believe so. With Don and me, it's as though... It's as though the split never happened. I mean, we stayed together. As much as two people can stay together who are really two separate people. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I'm beginning to. It's like we never accepted the fact of being two people. We were always trying to be one. And we were one. Anyway, whenever we wanted to be, we could become one. No trouble at all. No matter what we were doing or where we were... One of us would think about the other and know right away what he was doing and where he was. Mm, sounds very interesting. Oh, I, I, guess it, I guess it was. It always seemed perfectly natural to us. And your parents, did, did it seem natural to them? 
Well, I don't think so. Not at first. But they didn't object to it or try to interfere or anything. Not that it would have done any good if they had. Well, I think you're quite right about that. And it wasn't just a matter of knowing where the other one was and what he was doing. We knew each other's thoughts and feelings. Like maybe I'd get mad about something or anything. Before I had a chance to say anything, Tom would put his hand on my shoulder and say, Take it easy, Bob. And I'd calm down and, and tell him about it. Remarkable. Oh, I guess so. Lots of times I'd do the same for him. Of course. It was a reciprocal sort of thing. And it always worked, uh, between the two of you? Yes, as far back as I can remember. Well, uh, go on with uh, what you were telling me about uh, what brought you here. When Don and I were, oh, about four years old, my mother had another baby, a little girl. They named her Amelia. Mother says she was a beautiful baby, hardly ever cried or made any trouble for anybody. Of course, I don't remember anything about that. But I do remember about later. Amelia started to grow up, and she was a really wonderful girl. Don and I were both crazy about her. Oh, we helped to take care of her. We kind of protected her from other kids, stuff like that. And then... Then... Yes? About a year ago... Amelia died. Oh. I'm so sorry. Yes. Uh, it was very sad. Because she was beautiful and sweet. She was just 18. She was engaged to be married. Very next day. Very nice guy. That must have been a terrible shock. It was. Terrible. For everybody. Don and I... Well, we... I guess you'd call it we grieved together. Even if we didn't talk about Amelia. We thought about her a lot. And we always knew we weren't grieving alone. Am I making any sense to you? A great deal of sense. I think one of the worst things in the world must be to have some terrible sorrow... And nobody to share it with. I agree with you. Completely. Of course, I never had it happen to me on account of having done. Anyway, it, it never happened until now. Are you trying to tell me that, um, something has happened to Don? Oh, no, no, no. Or, or maybe, maybe it has. I don't know. That's the awful part, the not knowing. I shouldn't know if something happened to him. I've always known before. Why don't I know now? What's become of the... The communication between Don and me. It's like it's been short-circuited or something. It doesn't work anymore. Have you tried talking to him about it? I can't. He's disappeared. Oh, oh you didn't tell me that. Oh, no, I, I didn't, did I? Well, four days ago was the first anniversary of Amelia's death. Yes? We all went to the cemetery. Mother and father and Don and myself... We took flowers, of course. We all stood by Amelia's grave and talked about her a little bit. Not much, just a little bit. And then we sat by the grave, and we were quiet for a while. I don't know just when our parents left, but pretty soon, Don and I got up and followed them. Don had his hand on my left shoulder, his right hand. We often walked that way. It was a habit we had from way back. Neither of us was saying anything. We were just looking at the ground and thinking about Amelia... Anyway, that's what I was thinking about. Not Don? I thought he was. Now I don't know. Because all of a sudden, I felt that Don's hand wasn't on my shoulder. Know what I mean? 
About feeling the absence of something? Of course I know what you mean. It startled me, that, that absence. I looked up. Don wasn't there. Without saying a word to me, he'd simply gone off somewhere. At first I didn't worry because I knew that if I thought about him, I'd know right away where he'd gone to and I'd go after him. So I thought about him. And? And it didn't work. It didn't work. For the first time, it didn't work. I, I, I didn't have the slightest inkling of where my brother was and or where he'd gone to or what he was doing. Or, or what did you do then? I got home somehow, and I told my parents. And they said, don't worry, Don, Don, Don would be home eventually. They meant, well, I know that. But what they didn't understand was that I was supposed to know where he was. I always had known. Why didn't I know now? I shut myself up in my room. I thought it would, uh, oh, I don't know, come to me where Don was. But it didn't. It didn't. It's been four days now, and I still don't know where Don is or what he's doing. It's driving me crazy. I think what has existed between you and your twin brother all these years could be called telepathy. I guess you could call it that. For some reason we don't know at the moment, the telepathic communication has been interrupted. Yes, yes, that's it, that's it. Have you ever heard that prayer is telepathic communication with God? I never heard that. Hmm. Maybe you knew it without ever having been told it. I know that I had to ask God to help me. I know that. So you really came here to pray, didn't you? I guess so. Only I, I don't know that I know how to pray. Did you know how you communicated with your brother? Oh, no, no. It just happened. Well, then why not communicate with God the same way? Just let it happen. Sit down, Emma. Stop walking around. I don't want to sit down. Bob will be back. He just went to church. Bob hasn't been in church in years. Well, maybe it's about time. He went because he's worried about Don. Well, for whatever reason. Henry, what is the matter with this family? Are we all falling apart? Well, what kind of a thing is that to say? We've been a very loving family. We've always been very loyal to one another. We've been honest with each other. What's happening? Nothing's happening. Is there some kind of curse on us? Oh. Were we too happy, too fortunate, too close? Because in the last year, losing Amelia, then Don's disappearance, then Bob acting crazy, locking himself in his room. Now, he's been gone for almost two hours. He hasn't phoned or anything. It's like he's forgotten he has a father and a mother. He hasn't forgotten. How do you know he hasn't? Because he just came in. Oh, thank the Lord. If anything had happened to Bob... Nothing has. Hi there, Bob. Hi. Oh, dear. Uh, everything all right? Well, we were just starting to worry about you. Well, just, you know, a little. <laughs> Everything's okay. Anyhow, it's going to be. You mean you, you found out? I found out where Don is. Bob, that's wonderful. Where is he? I'm going to fetch him and bring him back here. But where is he? Oh, he'd come back anyway all by himself, but... I'd rather go get him. It would make me feel better, and I, I think he'd like it better that way, too. Don't wait dinner for us or anything. I don't know exactly when we'll get here. Oh, wait a second, Bob. Well, probably in an hour, maybe more. I, I, I don't know yet how long it's going to take. Oh, yeah, one more thing. If he acts a little strange, a little odd, not quite like himself when he gets here, don't pay any attention. Don't take any note of it. Just, just leave him alone. Why should he act strange? In his own house, with his own family. He's been through a lot. 
That's the feeling I get. Some kind of terrible strain. What kind? I don't know yet. But I'll find out. Now that I've reached him, I'll find out. I've got to get going now if I want to catch up with him. But where is he? What's he doing? He says he knew. Why, he's in a store. A department store. What's he doing there? Didn't I tell you? He's buying a doll. are startled by the idea that a telepathic relationship exists between mother and child. The body and the love that has protected the baby from the first will continue that protection and love. While two small bodies lying within the same woman may not have the strength or the wisdom to protect each other, is it really surprising that they should develop an empathy that may last a lifetime, an ability to sense the other's thoughts, feelings, and needs, and, conceivably, where the other is, and doing what. I shall be back with Act Three shortly. Lately, certain researchers have become interested in the telepathy between mother and child. They tell us that they have demonstrated its validity by electroencephalographic patterns of the dreams of mothers and their children. These, they tell us, show such extraordinary similarities that they are forced to assume that an extrasensory relationship truly exists. So far as I know, no such patterns have been established between identical twins, but perhaps when science searches further, that too will be demonstrated. Would you like this gift wrapped? I, uh, I guess so, yes. Uh, Could you, uh, would they wrap it in pink... Maybe a, a pink box or pink paper, um, a pink ribbon, something like that. I'll see what I can do. Uh, uh, thank you very much. I, I'd appreciate it. Hello, Don. Who? Who? It's Bob. Oh. Yes, Bob. Hey, you remember me, don't you? Well, certainly I remember you. You're my brother. That's right. What are you doing here? Well, I just uh, thought I'd see what you're up to. How'd you know where to look? I, um... Uh... Well, I'll tell you about it sometime. Well, why not now? I'll tell you on the way home. All right. If you say so. Well, here's your package. That look all right? Oh, yes. That's beautiful. Uh, uh, thank you very much for taking the trouble. You're welcome, I'm sure. That looks nice, doesn't it? Very nice. It's plain white paper, but the ribbons are pink. That's good. Well, uh, shall we get going? Yeah, let's. Don't you want to know what's in the box? I know what's in the box. Well, how could you know? Oh, 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 you saw me buy it. That's it? Something like that, yes. After you? Uh, no, you you go first. Okay. I have this package. I have to be very careful with it. I understand. No, 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 you don't. That's all right. You want to take a taxi or do you want to walk? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what do you want? I'd rather walk if you don't mind. I don't mind. Let's walk. Don, mind if I put my hand on your shoulder? What for? What do you want to do that for? No, no special reason. I'd rather you didn't. Okay, okay. What makes you think I don't understand about the package? Because you couldn't. You, of all people, couldn't. I just hope mother and father will understand. I'm not sure they will, Don. You mean that? You... 
You think they won't understand? I, I, I said I'm not sure, that's all. Well, that's just your opinion. But that's right, and I could be wrong. You are wrong. It's certainly possible. Well, it's not just possible. You are wrong, completely wrong. Okay, Don. You're, you're humoring me, aren't you, Bob? Is that how it seems to you? That's how it is, I can tell. You can? You can really tell? Why not? You're saying to yourself, poor old Don, he's all mixed up. I have to be careful how I talk to him. Well, isn't that what you were thinking? Oh, boy. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, really? What's so wonderful? <laughs> you see, nothing's changed. Nothing's really changed. Everything's just the way it used to be. Oh, what a relief. I, I thought... For a while there, I thought... No, uh, never mind what I thought. No, 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 tell me. What did you think, that I was crazy? No, 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 I never thought that. No? Well, I did. Maybe I still do. Oh, you're not, so don't think it. Look at this package. You're looking at it? Yes, it, it's very pretty. Remind you of anything? What does it remind you of? I asked you first. It's your package. Yes, it's mine, and I'm going to give it to Mother and Father. Uh, are, are they home, by the way? Well, they were home when I left, and I, I, I don't imagine they've gone anyplace. I think they're waiting for us. Um... We better hurry. No, 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 wait. D wait, Don, don't walk so fast. No, I, I want to get there before they go out. Yeah, this time. They're not going to go out anywhere. Well, you can't be sure. Yes, I can. I am sure. Will you slow down, will you? There's something I have to talk to you about. I can't think of anything we'd have to talk about. There is something, and it's very important, so slow down a little, will you? That's a good guy. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Don... By any chance, remember how it used to be. How what used to be? Things. Things between you and me. You're my brother, that's all I know. My brother Bob, my twin brother Bob, that's all. No, it isn't all. It's all as far it, as I'm... It used to be quite different. We had a communication between us. Some people call it mental telepathy. Whatever you want to call it, we had it. We did. When was that? All our lives, Don... Maybe even before we were born, we always knew what the other one was doing and thinking and feeling. I don't remember anything like you that. You do, you must. I don't. I know what I remember. It was nothing like that. Then you've got some kind of amnesia about it. Because just a minute ago, you knew without my telling you what I was thinking. When was that? When you told me I was humoring you. When you said I was thinking, uh, oh, poor Don, he's all mixed up and I have to be careful how I talk to him. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking, Don. Matter of fact, those were the exact words that were going through my mind at that very moment. Yes. Yes, I know it. Of course you knew it, because you've always known what was going on in my head. And I've always known what was going on in yours. Is that how it was? That's how it was. You do remember, don't you? Not really. That's because something's happened to break the line of communication. What happened? I don't know. And you don't know. But between us, we've got to find out. I'll try if you will. I... I think we ought to walk a little faster. No. I want to get home. There's time. Believe me, there's time. There's plenty of time. If you say so, I, ju I just hope you're right. Don, do you remember going to the cemetery? When was that? Last Tuesday. What day is it today? Saturday. Saturday? You say we went to the cemetery on Tuesday? Yeah, that's right. You and I and father and mother went to the cemetery and we put some flowers on Amelia's grave. You remember that, don't you? I'll tell you the truth, Bob. I... I don't know if I do. Will you believe me if I tell you we did? The four of us went to the cemetery. We all stood by the grave. It's got a plain little headstone. And the grave itself is all planted with ivy. Remember now? I'm trying. Good. 
We took some flowers, some yellow roses, and some pink carnations. Remember that? Kind of. And we all stood there for, oh, 15, 20 minutes. And mother and father left. And then we left. We did? Yes, we did. Try to remember that, Don, because it's important. I, I, I am trying. Oh, maybe I told you wrong. Maybe you shouldn't try. Maybe it doesn't work that way. Maybe you should just let it come to you, uh, out of the air, sort of. You know how it is sometimes when, when you can't think of a word or somebody's name, something you know, you know perfectly well, but you can't think of it, and you, and you try and try and try, and the harder you try, the more you can't think of it, and you start to feel like you're losing your mind. I know, I know, and then maybe an hour later or the next day, there it is, you've got it, for, for no reason at all, you've, you've got yes, it. That, yes, that's, that's exactly how it is. Right. So, so don't, don't try to remember. Just walk along with me, and I'll tell you what happened, and maybe it'll all come back to you. Okay? Okay, I guess... Just one thing, if you wouldn't mind. What's that? Put your right hand on my left shoulder. What for? Oh, just do it for me, Don, please. Well, okay. Doesn't that feel familiar? Kind of, yeah. This is like it was Tuesday. We're walking very slowly, just like we are now. Yeah. And we're not talking. We're... We're thinking about Amelia. That's right. We've just come from the cemetery. And we're thinking about Amelia. How pretty she was. How sweet. That's right. How... Little... What? How little... And helpless... Lying there... And that's when it came to me. Right out of the blue. And that's when I took my hand off your shoulder right then. Don't leave your hand there, Don. Uh, Please leave it there. No. No. No, because that's when I remembered that you wanted her dead. Me? I wanted my sister dead. Lying there in her bassinet. It was white wicker, and it had pink ribbons hanging down from it. Yeah, yes, but that, that's right. That was a long time ago. Never mind about that. Never mind when it was. We were standing there, looking at her. And you thought, I wish she'd never been born. But now she's here. And I wish she would die. I don't remember thinking anything like that. Well, you did. I know you did. I've always known what you were thinking. Always. Well, yes, that's true, but... Standing I... there and looking at her, you thought, what do we need her for? We were fine, just the way we were. Why did she have to be born and spoil everything? I thought that. Yes, you did. Oh, maybe for just for a second, less than a second, maybe. But you thought it. You thought it. And 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 what, what, when I remembered, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Tuesday was that the day? Yes, Tuesday. Tuesday. When I remember Tuesday, what you what you thought about that poor little baby? Yes. I took my hand off your shoulder, and I walked away. I didn't want to be near you. I didn't want to touch you. I didn't want to have anything to do with you. I thought you were the worst person in the whole world. I thought you ought to die for thinking such a thing, and I still do. You are a monster. You are an unspeakable. Unspeakable monster. I, I ought to kill you. Oh, Don, listen to don't me. Don't come near me, Bob. Don't touch me. I have to. Get I... away, you murderer. No, Don, no. Kill him! Oh! Uh, uh, 
I, I, I told you. I told you. You shouldn't have. Ah, Don. Don. Get up. Why don't you get up? I, I will. In a minute, I will. You, your nose is bleeding. Yeah, that, that's all right. I hurt you, didn't I? No, I, I'll survive. Uh, let, let me help you out. No, no, just let me sit here for a minute. I didn't mean to hurt you. I, I, I hope you understand. I'm starting to understand a lot. You know, in all our life, our lives together, it's always been like one life lived by two people. Yes. Yes, it has, hasn't it? Yeah, the, the year you went away to camp and I couldn't go because I had the flu. You, you remember that? <laughs> you knew when the canoe upset and I nearly drowned. Yeah, you see, you do remember how it was with us. Yes. Yes, I do. It, it, it's all coming back to me. So if you say I wanted Amelia dead when she was a baby, I believe you. Oh, it was only for a second. But you caught it, didn't you? And you remembered it all these years. And coming home from a grave, it came back to you all of a sudden. And you thought, it's his fault Amelia's lying in that grave. He wished her dead. And now she's dead. That is what I thought. And that's when you took your hand off my shoulder. I couldn't stand touching you. And you went off by yourself. I wandered around a lot. And finally, you went into the department store and you bought a doll. Had it wrapped in a white box with pink ribbons. Like the bassinet. Yeah. What were you going to do with it, Don? I... I don't know exactly. Give it to mother and father? I guess that's it. Say, uh, here's your baby back again. Forgive Bob for his terrible thoughts and we'll all start over, make everything the way it used to be. I guess that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Matter of fact, I know it was. But I don't know how you know. We've been twins for 23 years. Yeah, till I broke the connection. Well, it beats me how you set it up again. You feel all right now? No, oh, I'm fine. Give me your hand, I'll help you out. Thanks. What, what, what about the package? Where is it? Oh, it's around somewhere. Oh, yeah, here it is. You want it? Huh. Really does look like a bassinet, doesn't it? All pink and white. But it's not. It's just a package from a store. That's right. There's a doll inside. It's not Amelia. No. It's just a doll. So, what should I do with it? Just leave it there. Okay. Let's get on home. You know something, Bob? I'm not sure that it was just you who wished Amelia had never been born. I think it was me, too. Possible. Or maybe it was just me, never you at all. It really doesn't matter. Let's get started for home. What do you say? All right with me. And um, on the way... There's a church. We might stop in there for a minute. That is, that is, if you feel like it. I was there for a while this morning, and I want to tell you... It did a lot for me. A whole lot. Nobody knows for certain 
whether it is empathy or hostility that lies at the root of the telepathic experience. What surely is embedded there is a powerful emotional attachment. And as we all know, every strong emotional tie is made up of both love and hate, tenderness and rage, and all the other feelings that nest in the hearts of humans. I shall be back shortly. effort to interpret ourselves to ourselves, I offer you the words of a Roman poet named Catullus, who lived 2,000 years ago. I hate and I love. Why I do so, I do not know. But I feel it, and I am in torment. Perhaps when we comprehend a little better our own torment, we will better understand the torment of others, and in consequence be a little kinder to one another. Is that not possible? I'll leave it up to you. Our cast included Christopher Tabori, Terry Keene, Russell Horton, and John Beale. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview.